radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Good morning, myself Raji Davadi, of course my technician doing duty, that is Abida Muhammad Dixon. And of course, as usual, the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. In studio we have Molina Sabri Davids, who is the Imam of Masjid Al-Thani, Rocklands. Molina, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Raji, and good morning also, because it has come to our notice, yes. to our attention, that there are some non-Muslim listeners as well. So we welcome our non-Muslim listeners as well with the Raji, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Shukran for that, Molina. What a beautiful Sunday, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Yes, indeed, a beautiful Sunday. Garino Buta Raji. It is a beautiful Sunday. It is the freeway lectures at the peak hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I was just observing how inconsiderate people drive and how rudely people drive, you know, not respecting the other drivers. Yes, yes. So perhaps we can also just uh, uh, encourage the listeners to uh, drive carefully. Yeah, because there are people who are listening on the radio while driving yes. the pieces wherever they yes. are off to Molina, inshallah. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, a happy family is in a happy home, inshallah, and a happy family is going out today, Molina. And I'm only yes. family in the kindness. Uh, kijk, moet die ongeluk gebeur het laat, nou twee weken terug, van yes. die man en die vrouw en die kindness. En die kind allemaal is, Allah, wat een speciale dag, nou, Ja, en kijk, Gis laas ek, was ek al groot ongeluk daar, so'n voort het ek erot. Allah you know? akbar, Allah must give them jannet of it, those inshallah. Yeah, people must be very uh, cautious on the road, yes, inshallah. Yes, especially and, this time of mm. the year, this is a silly season. Yes. Where you have drunk drivers on the yeah. road all the time. And uh, even those people, you know, Buddharaji, I always maintain that just because you are a slow driver doesn't mm-hmm. mean you are a good driver. Sometimes the slow driver is the cause of the accident. If you drive slowly, keep on the left. And if you want to pass, pass on the right. And I think that is perhaps a good rule to follow because the slow driver in the fast lane causes road rage. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of considerations, but indeed, yes, uh, we must always remind listeners, inshallah, to drive carefully, inshallah. Yes, well, and let's get uh, back to our program, of course, the unmarried boy or girl who is contemplating getting married, Molina. Uh, yes. This, this is a time of uncertainty and confusion. Who is the right person? How do I uh, find the right person? What if I make a mistake? But buying a car is much easier. If you don't like it, you can chase it. But the partner marriage is a lifetime commitment. Allah Akbar. Molina? You know, Buttaraji, uh, uh, such a beautiful opening we have. Uh, we must remember that uh, choosing a partner is a lifetime decision. Mm. Um, and the Omis must say, Trouzi, Peer Kupi. Yeah. Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel so beautiful always says it in our times, Trouzi, Kar Kupi. Yeah. So, so because you can go change it. I think, Buttaraji, the first aspect we need to decide, think, think about and approach when we mm-hmm. choose a partner is, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a role to play. Yes. We must always remember that, that it's just because uh, I mustn't always just follow what I think and what I see. We often look uh, at outer beauty only. In the end, it's an, a whole ugly business inside. In the end, the person has nothing inside except, uh, you know, evil character and no good ways. Mm-hmm. So indeed, we shouldn't only look at outer beauty and we should follow what the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advises. And he says that the lady is married for four uh, different qualities for her beauty, mm-hmm. yani her outer beauty yes. but I'm sure the Prophet ﷺ also meant her inner beauty for her lineage if she comes from a good family if it only Jumakas to mentioning but Raji that it is not permissible to call someone by a name that he doesn't like a nickname yes. but an Odikapit is on by a nickname but Raji was it evolver Allah <laughs> 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 
No, it's with the bokums and yeah. no, but now we're not supposed to call people by these names if they don't like it. But be that as it may, in our instance, we recognize the person and identify the person by virtue of the family that he comes mm-hmm. from. But nevertheless, so the lineage we can look at. Then we can look at uh, Maliha, you know, yeah. her, her wealth. Okay, yes. And then we must look at her deen. Well, and then the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu says that may your hands be soiled in dust. If you do not choose Deen, because that is the quality that will last. That is the quality that will carry that marriage. And that is the quality that will show us out that this is the correct partner. The money will eventually be spent. The beauty will eventually disappear. But Raji, after a paar jaar, the hangy fenders and the lichters can nie meer so bright nie and the tires raak glad. And then the lineage also, maybe the person comes from that lineage, but the person doesn't have the qualities of that yes. lineage. But the deen, if you choose deen, Nabi Muhammad advises us to choose the person of deen. And in the case of our men, our boys, our male children, he says that if the the character is correct, that means if there's deen, then go for that person. So perhaps that is our guideline for choosing a partner. Ons moet nie kyk na die haar nie, kyk na die fjel nie, kyk na die possessions nie, but we rather look at the person's deen qualities, inshallah. Inshallah. Ismail, now SMS line is 47913. You can send in your questions, inshallah. And Molina, ons het nog heel wat klompie questions wat deelkom het verlede week, but we hope to finish it by this week, inshallah. And then Molina, as you know that marriage is an institution of learning. A question just came through where a man uh, marriage is an institution of learning yes. Where a man loses his bachelor degree And gains his master's <laughs> Allah degree <laughs> And gains his master's degree Now the dame said This the vrouw sê That my man He will not sit the whole day on his cell phones En hy doen soms die dinge verkeerd En sy kan het nie meer vat nie Maar hy wil nie vir haar talaak nie Dan sê hy jake keer vir haar Hoekom vastag sê nie vir my Hoekom gaan sê nie vir haar vastag nie Allahu Akbar Daar is hier een man in sy broekie Koran makes it clear with Haraji That there is what we call this mutual agreement Kijk hier, Beira en Gakki And I'm just using these names Beira, ons kan nie meer mekaar verdra nie man Ons is ons hond en kat met mekaar Jy is die hond en ek is die kat Wat Beira ko ons twee gaat maar ons in separate ways Ja because Quran says clearly uh, stay together in goodness and kindness and if that can't work after all attempts have been made the imam was al ingaroep hulle was al by die MGC gawisal uh, die familie was al ingaroep al maar hulle twee kan nou net die recht kom met mekaar nie tasrih beihsan dan moet daar wees die die uit mekaar gaan met goodness and kindness in such a case why doesn't the man just tell the wife listen let me set you free and give you your happiness we must remember that Islam does not uh, force us into a relationship and we must move away from that and uh, uh, sadly I want to say this I say it very carefully but Haraji sometimes the gatos na die imam the words net nee maar maar talak skit die arsh van Allah ja talak skit die arsh van Allah Allah is ontevrede daarmee maar gatos liefes hulle die man en die vrou liefes is hond en kat vir nog een twintig jaar dan gaat ons veroorzaak dat hulle meer en meer sone doen met mekaar hulle gaat mekaar meer vloek en skel en iets you know in sê en slat mekaar en hulle gaat een bad example set vir hulle kinders, dan word die kinders al groot, dan gaat het nog altyd so aan, rather get together and say, you know what, we just simply can't see eye to eye, let us rather go our separate ways, so indeed but Haraji we want to tell the lady that there comes a time, Quran also says where you call in hakama min ahlihi wa hakama min ahliha, where you call in a representative from his side and a representative from her side to tackle the matter. We must remember, I in fact mentioned this in Juma yesterday, or no mouth, in the marriage class on Friday night that social networks have become a blessing in one way, where we can now 
faster than ever before we can share news but on the other hand it has also become almost i almost want to use the word a cursed especially to married couples a good percentage of married couples that come to me for counseling have this problem where the husband or the wife is on the phone all the time mm. and but Raji, yeah, if the husband plays a game even if it is a game that he is playing his wife has a hug to his attention so too does the husband have a hug to the wife's yes, attention. attention so indeed i think she should address it but if it the need is then she should call for intervention either the imam or the sheikh or the maulana <coughs> i beg your pardon or someone to speak to him we want to tell that husband also that you deem your phone more valuable than your wife and we will leave him with that question inshallah inshallah yes Molina, there is a saying they say sometimes after marriage a husband and a wife becomes two sides of a coin they just can't face each other but still they stay together Allah Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to our questions imam uh, Molina yes. just came through the first one yeah dedicate islam uh, imam regarding tahajjud salah do you find uh, your witr salah I with, think you, it with, means you yeah, finish yeah, you finish your Vitr Salah with Isha. Can I then still perform Tahajjud at 3 in the morning? Please explain. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, yes, indeed, there is, there is the Ariwayat, uh, uh, that the Prophet Sallallahu sometimes used to uh, postpone his Vitr Salah uh, until the time that he got up for his Tahajjud Salah. But there's no ruling that says you must do that. You can complete your Vitr Salah with the time of Isha, and then at the time that you want to wake up for Tahajjud, then you wake up and make your Tahajjud. Um, and if you want to do it the reverse way, of course, with the confidence and the uh, certainty that you may get up or you will get up, then indeed there's nothing wrong with postponing it. However, there is one rewire where the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, loves those things which are uneven in number and that we should make the witr the one raka'ah, the last thing before we go to bed. So indeed following that uh, rewire of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, then inshallah we perform our isha, perform our sunan, yani the raka'at after isha and then we perform witr. Inshallah shall take some rest and then afterwards we perform tahajjud um, we also just want to remind the listeners but Araji, to try and uh, confine the questions uh, to marriage uh, matters because there are other programs on air uh, during the week as well that uh, cover these kinds of questions as well yes i see another question came through Molana from the number 1896 assalamu alaikum do we near what do we near for the fast on a wednesday and can Molana explain about the salahs to make on the, those days? Example, Tuesdays and Wednesdays between Dhuhr and Asr. Um, I, I don't or know Thursday, exactly which fast the listener is mm-hmm. referring to because uh, considering that these questions were came through last week. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it was probably the past Wednesday uh, that I don't know which Wednesday, but the Sunnah fast is on a Monday and a, and a th- uh, Thursday. Thursday yeah. And uh, that is, we just ask, uh, make the intention of Sunnah or Nafal fast. Uh, normally, uh, and then Lillahi Ta'ala, or Sunnatan Lillahi Ta'ala, or Naflan Lillahi Ta'ala. And as for the uh, Salahs to make on those days, I really don't know which days the person is referring to. Uh, we would uh, appreciate some more clarity. Inshallah. Inshallah. The uh, next uh, question on the SMS line on the number 4225. Assalam, what do you do when your wife had left the house? She getting her own house, it's been almost a year now. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, the wife has the right to own property. 
She has the right to buy her own property and nobody can stop her from that. Islam came to um, to liberate women because in the days of Jahiliya they weren't allowed to own property. So that part of the question, it's a straightforward yes, it is permissible for her to, ha- to, to, to uh, acquire her own property and to have her own business as well. As for leaving the house without the permission of the wife, this is not permissible in Islam. Um, we have people, of course, working, not talking about the day-to-day uh, where the wife goes to work or goes to the shop or goes to the shopping center. Uh, even for that, she should mention to the husband, I'm just off to the shop quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about undertaking a journey or going places where the husband does not approve. That is not permissible for her to have left in the first instance, number one. So by virtue of her leaving, she would have le- uh, lost her right to nafaka. So we, uh, the answer to that husband is, number one, she has lost her right to nafaka, and number two, it grants squarely to you the grounds to issue her with a talaq, given the fact that it has been a year now. I, would, uh, I, don't, I don't like uh, concluding or deducing with Araji, but I can conclude from this that the lady's probably been living in her own house for a year. Now, that is not, not a marriage. That, that is just uh, on a piece of paper. So what I would advise the, 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 the brother to do is to approach the wife and tell her, look, what is on your mind? Do you want to come back home? If you do come back home, you'll have to go where I put you, which was probably comfortable and which was probably, uh, you know, not... Uh, uh, it, it, it was accommodation, proper accommodation. Um, and if indeed she chooses not to come back into the marriage, uh, then, then shouldn't she negotiate perhaps around the accommodation mm-hmm. perhaps she wants them to stay in her house which is also not a big issue if she agrees to it however it has been a year now that she's been living probably living away from home hence the husband has a has a uh, right to talaq and uh, hence he should uh, make a decision and call in an alim to handle the matter for him inshallah uh, I think we need to go for a commercial break at this time and we continue in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Myself, Raji Davazi, and my, course, uh, my technician doing duty, Abida Muhammad Dixon, in studio, Molina Sabri Davis of Majul Thani, Rocklands and Business Plain. If you have any questions, you can send us on the number 47913. Well, then let's continue with our questions that came through from the number 9215. Salams, Molina and Buddha. A quick question. Me and my husband is separated for seven years now and still in the same house but sleep in different bedrooms. No communication at all between us at all. Because I work, he has never ever nafaka me for all the years. We were married and does not even buy a bread for my son. I feel I've wasted so much of my years and I don't know what to do because I consider my son and can't afford to rent a place now. What shall I do about my situation? Shukran. Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim We certainly hope that this uh, listener is listening today as well to respond to that question. Uh, the fact that the couple have been separated for seven years, there's no talk about fasakh or talaq. And they're still in the same house uh, but in different bedrooms. The lady asked, what shall I do about my situation? Yes. I want to tell the lady, why did it take seven years for you mm-hmm. to ask that question? Seven years ago, you might have been able to change your situation. Seven years ago, and even longer, you might have been able to do something. But you have placed your husband, who doesn't nafaka you, doesn't even buy bread for your son. You have placed him in a comfort zone. He has accepted that as okay. So hence, he will just continue in that way. You need to ask yourself, my dear sister, how far are you prepared to take the situation? 
Are you prepared mm-hmm. to go for it all the way? Or are you prepared because what else other than complete separation and complete talaq? What other option is there? Um, for your husband to move out of the home is not an option because it might be his home. For you then to move out, you say you can't afford a place. But in the first instance, my dear sister, seven years ago you might have been able or you might have been able to do something or might have been able to afford something. We are not blaming you though for your husband's uh, for his default in, in his duties. What we are simply saying is you have tolerated it for too long. You must be willing, you must be determined to face all the odds that will come against you. If it then means you have to find a place, then that, my sister, is what you have to face. And this is the question I often ask ladies that come through to me for counseling and they come and lay complaints against their husbands. How far are you willing and prepared to take the situation after counseling? If counseling does not uh, uh, success, what are you prepared to do after that? And often the ladies cannot have, cannot answer and respond simply because they have been economically they've been controlled and this is what 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 these husbands do they know that the lady has got no economic mm-hmm. uh, feet or leg to stand on hence they get away with murder they beat the lady up they do all kinds of abuse because there's no the lady has no uh, place to fall onto i want to tell these ladies out there and including our sister that sent this sms that you need to ask yourself how far are you prepared to go and tell yourself that i'm willing and prepare to take all odds that comes my way. All odds. Whether it means I have to leave the home. If that is what, what it means to be happier. And to have my own personality back. To have my freedom from an abusive husband. Then you should do that. Make that sacrifice. Um, that is our short and, 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 and hopefully inshallah Thank such a uh, response. Mulana, just on that note, we need to break for the news at 12. When we come back, we'll continue inshallah. Radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. In studio, we have Molina Asabri Davis. Uh, Molina, we still have some questions that came through last week. We need to answer these questions, and quite a few is coming through on the number 47913. Let's go to our next question that came through last week. And we hope to uh, touch on this new pro of uh, questions also coming through, Molina, inshallah. Inshallah. Let's go to double two three four. Salam, my husband gets day off once a week. He don't even tell me. He, he just don't want to take me to the shop. And that is the only place he take me. He will go sit by his friends when I ask him what he's doing at friends. He say they discuss Dean. He so seldom take me out. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, just uh, on, a, on, a, on a just a very observant note, Buddha Raji. He gets a day off once a week, mm-hmm. and he don't even tell me. Now, as I never say, I create that other weekend, then who will say if you don't tell her? But be that as it may, that husband needs to be taught a lesson or two about time management. It is the haq of the wife, apart from the haq of nafaka, apart from the haq of uh, communication, the haq of of uh, spending time with her, it is also a haq that the wife has that she he ha- needs to help her fulfill the duties and obligations that she has that will in in what that will benefit the entire family. The example that I'm uh, that I can think of now is this particular example, where the lady wants to 
go to the shopping center to buy food items and groceries for the entire family yes. so he's depriving her of fulfilling her obligations or her duties or her uh, goodnesses her good deeds towards him and his family and his children so that husband needs to be taught a lesson or two i also want to tell the wife that the best way uh, the best response when you say that when he says they are discussing dean then you should respond to him and say well i want you to implement dean and there's a difference between discussing Deen. Discussing Deen, mashallah, may Allah reward you. Amen. But implementing Deen is what plays a role here. So answer him with that answer. Yes, you are discussing Deen there. Yeah, I want you to implement Deen, inshallah. Inshallah. The next question from 2269. Assalamu alaikum. Can a son get married without his parents' permission? Shukran. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim The short answer is yes, the son can get married without his parents' permission. He does not need permission uh, as opposed to the uh, girl who needs the permission of her wakil or the wali. However, there is something called blessings. There is something called the freedom's cup. And I believe in the freedom's cup of the parents. Allah said the freedom's cup is in the freedom's cup. What the onrecht doen hy aan sy parents as hy gaan trouw nie en som vir hulle te laat weet om te sê nie? Sy hoef te kom vraag, mama en buja nie, maar ek het gaan vraag vir my ouwers met haar raadje en ek is versieke met haar raadje, het gaan vraag vir met haar raadje, sy ouwers, mama en buja, ek wil graag trouw kan hulle en ek maak. Wat is so dan verkeerd om dan te gaan vraag the blessings from the parents, all is very jongetje. So we need to understand that uh, the permission, that's the technicality about it. But uh, on, uh, the bigger picture is that if you don't get the blessings of your parents, what is that marriage going to look like? What if your parents don't approve of your wife? Why don't you make mashura after all? I believe this, Butaraji, that Allah has granted parents insight. That they insight very kindnessy. Sometimes I kick it kindness and you can gel the hair en die mooie, pa- prachtige oge wat, wat sy het in die koppen, en, en die mooie lange haare, wat die hele minderheid afwee, wat hulle kyk in die karakter nie, die parents gaat die karakter kyk, so therefore I would advise any young man, if you want to get married, let your parents be the first people that you consult, speak to them and ask them for their guidance, if there's valid grounds where they say no, we don't give our blessings and it is not based on sharia, now you go the next step and get married uh, without uh, involving them, but that is the proper way, the way of respect and the way of honor for our parents. Mulunda, the next question. I'm the only daughter. I have no mother and father, no brothers and sisters. What must I do? And so I want to get married. Repeat the question so again. She said, "Don't you say to your mani, say to your pani, all to your money." She said, and she took your brothers and sisters, and okay. she wants to get married." Okay, Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim. In that particular, there is one hadith where the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam says that uh, the Imam becomes the wali for the person who has no wali. In this instance, if the lady has no wali, but if she has uncles from the father's side, if she has cousins from the father's side, if she has a grandfather from either side, but we give preference to the father's side first, she should consider with her family from her father's side and in her case if she, if she doesn't have a, a grandfather from the father's side then she should look at the father's brothers the uncles in other words mm-hmm. and if there's no uncles left she should look at the father's uncles if though they are all uh, deceased then she should look at her cousins from her father's side and if all the father's family are depleted and there's no and there's nobody uh, to 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 represent her and then she should go to her mother's side same procedure if after that there's still nobody 
then the imam of the area she should appoint the imam of the area as her wali or wakil rather maf not wali wakil to marry her to x y or z inshallah they said a frag another question came through uh, as they work for the illegitimate child also as well the only the, the, yeah, the kin, but Araji is a bit of a sensitivity there. The beta kin, the same would apply. However, she her lineage goes to the beta kin, the illegitimate child, her lineage goes to her mother. So for example, where you and I on the, the uh, Qiyamah will be called uh, Sabri ibn Ismail. Uh, the illegitimate child will be called Sabri, Sabri ibn Fatima, for example. So, 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 so the child's lineage goes to the mother's side. Hence, if there's a father, a grandfather mouth on the mother's side, that grandfather would stand as wakil and wali. Or if there's a brother or uncle. However, we need to point this out. It is not haram for her. It is permissible for her to appoint her biological father. He is not automatically the wakil, but he mm. can be appointed mm. by choice of the bride. But normally, in cases like these, then the bride normally just goes to the grandfather of the mother's side, and then uh, they appoint the grandfather, and the nikah goes through. Inshallah. Shukran, Mulana. The next one from 9522. Assalam, Imam. If a lady was granted a fasakh, then they consummated the marriage in a Ida period. Are they still married? Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, I, I just want to say that the, the but in correct language, Yushish Deb Taraji, consummation of a marriage means to, uh, to, 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 to consummate, means to, to, to basically etch it in stone, to make it valid. Um, so so the, a marriage cannot be made valid. What the lady probably refers to is they slept together in a Idda period. Unlike Talaq, in Fasakh there is no Ruju period. She still undergoes the Idda, but there's no possibility for the husband to make ruju, yani to make reconciliation. Whereas in talaq, first and second, if in the idda period they sleep together, according to Imam Abu Hanifa especially, it is regarded as a form of reconciliation. Hence, they do not have to have agdun jadid, yani a new marital contract. But in her, in this, but in such a particular case where the lady was granted a fashun nikah. Um, uh, getting together and having intimacy with the husband, uh, unfortunately, it constitutes zina because there is no possibility of uh, making ruju, uh, unlike uh, marriage, amav, unlike talaq. Mm-hmm. So I would uh, tell that listener that inshallah make tawbah for the act that you have done. You are allowed, of course, to remarry your husband. Um, after Fasho Nikah, you are allowed to remarry your husband. So I would suggest that you go back to the agency or the imam that granted your Fasakh and then just ask him to remarry you because it does seem that you two uh, do want to be together. And then I would suggest also that they go for counseling to avoid the mistakes that they've made in the first place, inshallah. Shukran, Molina. We need to go for a commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue, inshallah. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the program Negotiating Pathways to a Successful Marriage, inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Instead of Molina Sabri, quite a few SMGs came through, Molina. Let's go to our uh, new uh, one that came through at the school, Kikiso, uh, on the number. Um, yeah, what seven five seven oh Mona Salam Mona? We learn to cover our whole body for Salah, but now I hear if I'm at home and there's no strange man, 
Can I salah without socks? Is it permissible? Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, just a reminder to listeners once again that we have requested in the beginning of the program that we confine our questions to marital matters and not to uh, general uh, shari matters. Um, so, because there are other programs for this. Uh, but Taraji, this is an age-old question. Mm-hmm. Whether the feet is part of the aura or not. Generally speaking, and according to most of the ulama of the Shafi Madhab, the lady has to cover her feet. And uh, that, that is the general belief that when there's no men around, then she may uncover her feet. Bottom line is we must always do what is atqa, that which is in our hearts that will make us feel more confident and secure and never, never go make salah with any doubt in our hearts. So the fact that the lady has doubts in her hearts, let her follow that and not take off her socks, whether there's men around or not, and whether her husband is around or whether she's alone or not. It is better for her quality of her salah because shaitan will use this to say that you have doubt, um, can your feet be open or can your feet be open? Um, it is indeed a discussion which I, I, I respectfully feel that we, we cannot have right here and right now, maybe in another, on another occasion about the different views of the different ulama. But uh, I would say for your, for your personal uh, safety and your personal peace of mind, rather cover your feet when you make salah, when you are alone or without, uh, amongst other people. Inshallah. Well, then the next question here on the from last week that came through, uh, nine five double two, uh, eight three eight three. my wife wears scarf, makes salah. That's the same uh, question that Molana just mentioned earlier. Uh, okay, let's uh, read that one. Salam Molana, my wife wears scarf, makes salah, reads Quran, but if we don't agree or argue, she swears ugly. Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. Yes, indeed, I think the quality of the believer is that what comes out of the mouth is sweet. Uh, as honey to others, to those who listen it, uh, hear it. So indeed, we want to encourage this this lady, whoever swears so ugly that it is not con- it is not uh, particularly part of the character of a person who le- uh, who makes her salah and and and, and covers herself and reads Quran, etc. So uh, it, it it is not uh, a very nice characteristic to have. And also, you know, we're not saying this lady is one of all the bilam in dalik. May Allah save us all from hypocrisy. But uh, one of the uh, ayats, the signs of, of hypocrisy, and we cannot now, because of this, this is very important, because of this response, we cannot now say that this person is a munafiq. We've got no right to declare anyone a munafiq. But indeed, uh, one of the signs of the Prophet, uh, the Prophet mentioned is that a person uh, who has nifaq in his heart, uh, one of the signs is that when he argues, he swears. So indeed, uh, we would advise that stay away from swearing and cursing, because indeed we will only get the same response. It is not a very nice thing for a person that makes Salah to always sway like that. The other one, Molina from 5992. Salam, Imam, me and my husband was married for 12 years. I wasn't living with him for long because every time I moved to my mom because he's on drugs and he abused me and never f- nafaka me and our two boys. I lived with my parents for six years now. And for that six years, I gave him ch- chances and went to him um, only weekends. But he didn't want to change imam. I went for a fasakh and I just wanted to know if it's a must for me to go under idda. 
Okay, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, sadly, my sister, yes, all separations between husband and wife requires that the wife goes under idda. It's been an age-old debate, but Raji, but I was six years old, and I was twelve years old. But she was weekends with her husband, and that's why I was able to go weekends. And I was able to go a few minutes with Raji. In some instances, it you know, takes a few minutes, some instances, a few seconds. The point of the matter is that something could have happened and she might be pregnant because we know that the Idda period is to establish pregnancy. But be that as it may, um, somehow not directed at this particular listener, but Araji, um, in general, uh, one lady came to me and uh, it was also about this time of the year. And I told this lady, look, I can only refer your matter to the MGC if you indeed insist on having a Faskonika. I can offer you counseling. MGC will put you through the same uh, protocol of counseling first uh, before finally issuing you with a nafaka, with a maf, with a faskonikah. So the lady said, does it mean that if I get a fasakh in November, that December and January I will be under Ida? Mm. So I told the lady, yes, it will mean that. She <laughs> I want to tell the ladies that if this is what your dean dis- uh, prescribes to you, that you have to go under a period of Ida, and just for the benefit of our non-Muslim listeners, uh, just if I can in 30 seconds, Butaraji, just explain to our non-Muslim listeners what Idda is. Essentially, the Idda is a period of three menstrual cycles. And for the sake of discussion, we will say three months, uh, which the lady, after have been, having been divorced by her husband, or after the husband having been, uh, passed away, the lady undergoes this period to establish pregnancy. So now, why do we want to establish pregnancy? Because we want to establish lineage. So why, you know, as to whose child it is. Why do we want to establish lineage? Because we want to know if the husband is alive, he talaked her, he divorced her. We want to know whose responsibility it is to to support that child. So if the husband is the ladies found to be pregnant in that Ida period after the divorce, uh, then we can, uh, the lineage can then be directed at the husband and uh, he has to then support that child. Um, and why do we also establish lineage? We need to establish from who the child can mm-hmm. inherit. So if the mother gets married to a new husband and she is found not to be pregnant or pregnant, the pregnancy will determine who the child is going to inherit from, just so that we have a natural understanding of what Ida period is, because we've been throwing the word around quite a few times in the program, and our non-Muslim listeners might not understand. Shukran, Monana. The next question from 0795. Does a husband have to nafaka a wife if she works? And what does nafaka comprise of, Monana? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Whether the wife is a millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire, zillionaire, butaraji, nafaka falls squarely on the lap of the husband, irrespective of how her income is. And unfortunately, this is a new trend. Husbands feel that, say, jayweek must for your nafaka. Nafaka to those non-Muslim listeners means support. Support is in three primary ways. Number one, he has to see to her clothing needs, to all her clothing needs. Um, we don't want to go into the details, but uh, according to Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, it is such a such clothing that will that that will that will you know it is it is for every season she needs to be appropriately dressed. I can even miniskirt kupani vanteni. I can even duck fur just kupani sumani. It must be appropriate. It must protect her aura, her body. It must cover her body, but also it must not cause her some embarrassment when she goes out with those clothing. Um, that he, then he needs to provide nutrition to her. 
such nutrition that is good for her, that is healthy for her. And whenever he eats, he must see to it that she eats. And then accommodation he must provide that will protect her from the elements, that will keep her safe, and that will protect us, uh, her privacy. Those are the three key um, aspects of accommodation. There are other as- aspects as well. And those three are the primary ways in which nafaka occurs. Accommodation, nutrition, and clothing. In addition to that, the extra needs, for example, a lady always needs extra toiletries. We know that they have extra needs for extra toiletries. That too, the husband has to see to it. If the lady, for example, needs to go for any medical treatment, he has to see to it. If the lady, for example, is a lady that, uh, for example, uh, you know, she 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 she's a lady that uh, that earns millions or, or good salary, it doesn't, she's under no obligation to buy any of those for herself. However, if she's a smoker, for example, he's under no obligation to mm-hmm. give her to give her money for cigarettes. So, 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 yes, indeed, my dear brother, irrespective of how much your wife earns, you will have the responsibility of nafaka towards her. Inshallah. The next question, Molina, for double six three. Salam, my husband of 28 years, mm-hmm. give me a talak. He uttered the words three times in in the Rausika and he threw me out of the house before Maida was done. We're back together. I want to know are we living in Haram? Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. There is the discussion about the three in one. Uh Freda and the marriage class you see three in one as, as a machine only. Okay. Um for the in uh, you know uh, with the interest of community building at heart, with that interest at heart, um three Talaks in one sitting is not accepted as three, but accepted as one. Whereas three talaks in three different sittings, although it may be on one day, yeah, um, with even in w- w- within one time span, but it's then regarded as three because it was given in three different, what we call majlis, three different sittings. So if if it was indeed three in one, like ek talak for you, ek talak for you, ek talak for you, that would be regarded as one by and large. However, there are not uh, there's, there's no straightforward answer to that because there might have been a pause in between uh, in terms of the husband might have left the room, might have come back to the room, might have left the room, might have come back. My dear sister, you're not going to get satisfaction by asking this on the radio. The best thing I advise to you, and uh, quite urgently, because you mentioned the, the, the key word, and the key word is haram. Please go see your imam as soon as the word worked. Gaat ze maar door, maar ziet u, vraag van Molana of een sheikh of een imam bij die masjikanala, ik wil het een afspraak hier samen mm-hmm. met u. Just to determine, because the imam or the sheikh or the Molana will ask certain questions, to determine whether you are living in haram or not. I cannot for, unfortunately answer you from this side, uh, since you, uh, I don't know all the details. However, I can tell you that if indeed it was in three different sittings, then three talaks have occurred, and then you are living in haram. Geen inshallah. Molana, this is just a reminder for the listener because from the caller double nine double six, they say salam. They can listen Sunday nights uh, to the salah program at nine o'clock. Shukran for that <laughs> reminder. Yes, shukran for that reminder to that listener. Alhamdulillah. And of course, uh, the next uh, question from the SMS line two nine six four. Salam. I would like to know that if I got married and my father passed away, can his wife's family wed me off, and my father remarried? So can his wife's family be my wakil, or must it be from my father's side? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wikala is primarily from the father's side. Wakil skap, so say, is primarily from the father's side. So you cannot jump the gun. You cannot uh, go to any other circle. Um, and then I, I also uh, 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 picked up that the, 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 my father's wife, 
Mm-hmm. So this is probably not the lady's mother, but rather her stepmother, so to speak. Um, and they are not related. They are not blood ties. So Wikala goes to those blood ties on the father's side first. If, if all of those family members are depleted, then we go to the biological mother's side. If all of those are depleted, then we go to the imam. It's, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in any case, and, and, and I'm trying to make people understand this, if the lady does not have a wakil and there's nobody she can appoint in a family or there's no family members, and we have this uh, typically in Cape Town where a lady becomes Muslim, and then we know that wakala or wakilskap, or for the non-Muslims it means a religious guardianship, where the lady is represented by a religious guardian, uh, it cannot be, unfortunately, uh, a non-Muslim. It has to be a Muslim that represents that lady. So instead of going via, 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 why don't you just go straight to the imam and appoint the imam as your wakil? Because the imam becomes the wakil of that person who does not have any wakil. So no, my dear sister, your father's family gets preference over all else and over everyone else. Let's go to our next uh, question, Molina. Uh, from the number 2191 alaikum. my husband gave me a talaq ba'in and have a what is that uh, daughter 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 yeah he has uh, visitation but now wants me back i found out i'm wife number four subhanallah and seek fasakh because i caught him wife x and wife number two hmm. always lied and cheated since the start of our marriage and been sl- sleeping around with different women since then what advice would i w- would you give me okay bismillah rahman rahim dear sister the first advice i would give you is that for all intents and purposes your relationship with your husband has ended uh, through your talaks or through the talaks that was given to you um, clearly and, and and we are not going to we are not going to uh, you know uh, kill his character or assassinate his character but we are going to say that if indeed there's any truth to what you're saying and we're not doubting what the listener is saying we are just mentioning this to make a point if there's any truth to what you're saying then clearly this person doesn't have a good character when it comes to women he's which he live for one so he like the opposite gender but a raji as a creation from Allah's can of donor the arm of care of blame me when Allah die creation so more in part of a mark that was man's cutting also over from Allah for me and us man's can it place on a lenny so the care is man of my life for the creation from Allah for the opposite gender um, if you do not find solace with this in your heart then my dear sister then stick to your decision to have ended the marriage number one visitation of the child it's his child and I take it that the child was born in wedlock it is his child and he has the full right to do that to see his daughter he has the full right to visitation he has the full right to a, a relationship Allah shall form straf achterna as I need thirdly I would also mention to you my dear sister that once bitten twice shy it is a sad advice to give and not to to make them reconcile but unfortunately this hurt is going to be there for forever and for always if this person does not change his ways so indeed we ask Allah to to make him change his ways but my dear sister perhaps the decision to have gone for a for a for, for a talaq and to have ended the relationship perhaps that is much less stress in your life and much less hurt to you my sister may Allah grant you a good husband in the future inshallah the same lady that uh, you know, SMS Molina, um, she said, uh, I'm the lady who want to know if I'm living in haram. Yes, he gave all in one sitting. But at that time, we need to go for a commercial break. We'll uh, answer the question after the break. Shall I stay tuned?
Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, if you just tune in, in studio, we have Molina Sabri, and our SMS line is 47913. Molina, I see there's quite a few questions coming through. Ekhluni Osal Jastazun Amadi Frani, but I want to listen to stay tuned on a Sunday from Apostle 11 till 1. Maybe we they will hear the answer to the questions, inshallah. But we'll try to cover all, but extinity did the that Osal can Yeah, inshallah. Molina, the question that came on earlier, regarding the idah, the, the talaq that the woman gave. She said, I'm the lady that want to know if I'm living in haram. He, yes, she said, he gave all in one setting, which means, I did talaq in one thing. Yes, but uh, Raji, uh, especially according to the Shafi mother, uh, that is uh, regarded as one talaq. So if they got together shortly after the talaq, yani in the idah period, uh, then they are not living in haram. If however they got together after the idah period without marrying, then they are living in haram. But if they uh, if, if if they did get married, then they're obviously not living in haram. But if it happened in the idda period, then they are not living in haram. But again, my dear sister, please, I I I, I urgent uh, you know, I urge you to go to your imam and just uh, ask him for some guidance and explain the entire situation to him, inshallah. And inshallah, shukran for that one, Molina. The next one from the number nine two eight zero. Salam. What happens to a child? Age over twenty. Who is rude? Backchat. He mess in my mouth. I'm, I'm the stepfather. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, I, I, I'm not going to approach it from what happens to a child that does that. I'm going to approach it what happened to the relationship with that child. And uh, perhaps uh, we need to start there. Perhaps that is where things went wrong. Um, I think children have different ways of coping and different ways of adapting. And at different ages, they adapt differently. It might have been that uh, the child wasn't sufficiently uh, prepared, mentally prepared and emotionally prepared to accept another person in his mother's life. Mm. We must remember that uh, uh, by nature, children and especially sons are very, what is the word that I will break? Okay, yeah. You know, possessive, possessive, possessive. possessive. So, so perhaps he was a possessive child over his mother, and by nature he loves his father to bits, whether his father's a drunkard or not. Mm. So, perhaps that is where things went wrong. There might not have been proper preparation, emotional preparation. Another aspect is that it, it must be an accepted. Uh, and, and made known to the child that I am not your father, but I will play the role of your father, and I will demand that you respect me as my as your father. So I think so a little bit of family intervention and family counselling might be a good thing there, and perhaps uh, doesn't necessarily have to be an imam or a sheikh or a maulana, but someone neutral, someone objective to speak to, uh, just to prepare that child, because although he's 20, mm-hmm. he might be an adult in age, but he might still be a little infant emotionally because obviously uh, perhaps that child cannot work through this. Ospratri kanfuni, but we are just saying that that could have gone wrong. I want to say also that make it make the child understand that I don't. I'm not here because of you. I'm here because of your mother. I I I neutral when it comes to you. I accept you as your mother's child. Uh, or son, and I accept you as as my so so called stepson. But I'm not here for you. Uh, therefore, I'm not here to mess up your life. I'm I'm here because your mother finds happiness in me, and it's your mother's choice that you need to respect and do not, uh, you know, in that way. I think perhaps he's expressing the satisfaction at his mother's choice, and he needs to respect his mother's choice. Inshallah. The next question, Molina, from two four zero five. Salam alaikum. Can can a fro what under idda is na the clinkens a concept gaan? 
Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. We advise that this lady does not go to the grandchild's concert. Um, we we must remember that the lady that is in Idda is not in a cage or a prison, but at the same time, unnecessary socialization and unnecessarily attendance of social events is not advised, because that lady must remember that it's also a time of reflection, it's also a time of of of, of great you know thinking, but more so, but Raji, um, at at these occasions, there's free mixing of sexes, the males and the females mix freely, and because she's under Idda, it is haram for her for anyone to enter to to approach her with regards to a marriage proposal. Um, hence she could see someone or someone could see her, some feelings could develop and then they, they, they end up proposing in the Ida period, which is not uh, permissible. But also very importantly, it is in the movies, but Raji, that the uh, emotional good. Van die kind gaat slecht voel as die oma nie, of die opa nie by die concert is nie. Die kind gaat alweer vergeet, hy was in die concert gewees. So inshallah, my dear sister, or my dear mother in Islam rather, uh, it is a best for you and advisable for you not to attend that concert. Hey, inshallah. The next question from 3081. Molina, assalamu alaikum, sheikh. Must I nafaka my wife and two daughters that's over 21 years? They don't want to make salah and what's soapies? I can't talk to them anymore. Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. First of all, let's start uh, by saying that uh, who bought the TV in the house? You bought. You probably bought the TV so you can therefore sell it. If 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 that drastic step is a drastic step you want to take, but that is not what we necessarily advise. Well, um, we want to say that rather encourage them away from these things which have no faida whatsoever. Um, one of the ways in which you can do that is by substituting and replacing the programs that they watch with something else. And there's a beautiful book uh, called Fadailu A'mal, The Virtues of Actions. If we take that book, a section of that book has uh, a section called um, Fadailu Sahaba, uh, the, the Virtues of the Companions of Rasulullah and Stories of Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Uh, and there we can find more beautiful. So what I would suggest is that tell them, okay, let's, let's start by balancing it out. Every time you watch a soap, it is fine, but then I demand time that I read to you every night one story of one Sahaba, of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That is one aspect. Another thing that we can advise the family to do is that um, make them understand that you are fulfilling your duty. And I want to stress and overemphasize that nafaka remains intact and in place until they become uh, married for ladies, for girls, for daughters, it's until they are married because uh, then the responsibility of support goes over to the husband. So unfortunately, whether they are 21 or not, 21 is not a relevant age in Islam. Unfortunately, that is a Western ideology that has crept into Muslim uh, communities and Muslim families and even Muslim thinking that at the age of 21, we must give a bash. 21 years of age has got nothing to do with Islam whatsoever. Um, and, and, and who knows who, who said that at age 21, the child is able to make decisions or not. Uh, you know, etc. This is a different discussion. Bottom line is that you need to now use tact, you need to use skill, and you need to use cheap psychology to get them away from the television set and make them understand. And if it needs that you must become drastic, then trick a plug on the TV8 and snare plug off. And then, uh, you know, tell them that you will only do it once they co- cooperate with regards to Salah. Very good, inshallah. Maulana, the next one from 7093. Assalamu alaikum. What's the rights of the wife? Over your husband, where her parents is concerned, especially if her parents is elderly and sick and you too want to take care of your parents and he only wants you to go once a month. Allah he's, he's mal. Mm. But he's mal. Mm. He must himself in that position that I'm up to the night. 
Ek raak op stenaat as, as die christelike mans wat vir die vrou wil sê, jy kan dit een, een keer een maan. Ek wil amper vraag, sê, wat duivel, wat ons ons op die radio betaraas het, as die mal in sy kop. Die is die vrou sy jenne, en hy wil van weg of aan haar jenne, imagine, en ek hoop aan het by Allah sy mami liewe nog. En ek wil, en ek hoop aan het sy, maar Allah sy moeder vergin gezond het, maar wat gaat hy maak die dag, at het sy moeder is, at het sy moeder gaat wees, en hy wil gaat, dan hoe gaat hy voel, as die vrou sê, hy kan nie gaat nie, want oude bila met dalik, mag Allah vir ons bewaar, as hy ran die, is hy God, as hy ran so belangriker, meer belangriker, and I always say this, but Araji, the other day my wife and I also had a discussion, and I always say this, never ever come in between a relationship, between a child and a parent, never disturb that relationship, because you're looking for trouble, bloed is dikker as water nummer 1, but Araji, as die vrou op die skytje, as die maas op die skytje, titi, as die nie kan swem, as die oeie saak, maar as die gaat af van die skytje, we must have this, because our parents, want our older beloved, this is our jannah, en ja, hulle is verkeerd, en sometimes, en ja, hulle is negerig en lollerig, but so what? So what Allah gaat dit oorsie, hulle position, hulle weet in die janna. So die man is gek aan sy kop, I think that this lady should actually go call an imam in, and perhaps even, I'm speaking under correction, but I will consult with other ulama, and ask whether this lady has in fact a right to a vastgoed nikah, even, may Allah save, inshallah. Inshallah. Molina, the next one here from 5669, Assalamu alaikum, how much money must a man earn to get two wives, and he must do justice? Sikker kapelem malien betaraasje. That is a question, my dear brother. I cannot, I cannot answer. Justice does not have to do anything with how much you earn. It has to do with how you spend. So you must do justice with whatever you earn and whatever you spend. Obviously, the person to ask that question, I don't know what his or her expenses are. So hence, I cannot respond. I can just but say that you must ensure justice in all possible ways: financial justice, the time management justice, um, treatment justice. But I cannot say how much you must earn. As you have visited with the Raji, that you must X amount earn. I will take you to the one. En ek weet die waarvoor moet daar raadje in nie. Because my imagine also in nie, sag Allah wat wat. Allah. Maar dan ongelukkig kan ons nie die... Ja, ons het tijd is nou alweer verstekend. Baie questions wat die gekom, maar inshallah we op to answer the other questions in the next program inshallah. So I think Molina, I want to say shukran from my side and the voice of the Cape for taking time out for the program Negotiating Pathways towards a successful marriage. Yes. I think Molina want to say something very important. I'm very excited to mention, I'm going to try to be as brief as I can, but as detailed as I can. The Imamat Council of Mitchell Spain, which is a, a body that was formed under the auspices of the MJC, of which Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel is the Amir and I'm the Secretary, Alhamdulillah, uh, we have uh, now organized, successfully organized a sports day, a youth uh, festival uh, on the 14th of December for all the youth in the area and other areas as well to come and attend and have a day of joy and fun. The uh, coordinators are Molana Shafiq and Molana Ismail and they're doing an excellent job. It is free of charge. It is happening on Monday the 14th at the Westridge Gardens and Alhamdulillah we've procured the the the, 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 um, the uh, facility for our use that day. So please make your way on Monday inshallah. The next event of course is Al Masjid Uthani's food fair and but Araji it is wajib because for the people who say as they will come and they will wait for the Monday as the food fair is <laughs> 
Maar moet kon al met die food fair which is his 18th and the 19th of uh, of rock uh, of uh, December inshallah. There's still some stalls available so those who want stalls they can contact us inshallah. From myself inshallah wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was our honorable Molina Sabri Davis in the program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. Alhamdulillah was the Imam of Masjid Thani Rocklands and from myself Raji Davazi and our technician doing duty that is Abida Muhammad Dixon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.